This is Two Men Off with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Boise here. It's the Boise. Hey, that is what that means, Vital. Well done. Well played. I am Fred Slow. I'll be with you, friends of the show, all the way up until 7 o'clock tonight, Michael. Is that right? Last, Last minute, minute Mike? Mike, 7 o'clock. Okay. You heard it here first. So we're 7 o'clock, y'all, for a while. 7 o'clock on the dot. Okay, so next Monday we're not. So next Monday, because the Lady Lobos are playing, we are not. But then we are for like a month. And then Isotopes Baseball. Isotopes, baby. Meeting with the Isotopes tomorrow. I am. You are on assignment tomorrow. So, friends of the show, loyal listeners, Mm -hmm. the disappointment that you're going to have for us being off air early, I'll tell you what. I'll trade you for Isotopes Baseball. What is, what? You can't just trade that. Oh, they're going to do it anyways? Yeah, they're going (laughs) to. Oh, never mind. That's like. That's like when someone's like, let me get, it's already my idea. Can I pretend that like I'm going to facilitate this whole thing, that the isotopes are coming back just because of me? Ron, Rob Manfred. I think that's called gaslighting. Hmm. Meeting with the isotopes tomorrow, Vital, because what we're going to do is we're going to discuss our plan for the summer. So if the isotopes are at home and we are not somewhere, so if we're not at Electric Playhouse, or if we're not at O'Neill's, or we're not at the YMCA, fill out the whatever, then we're going to figure out to make sure we're at Isotopes Park. That's I like the plan. that. We'll I see like you on Friday nights at uh, Isotopes Park. For sure, Fridays. Because Fridays is a fun night. Yes. And we're going to end up being there anyways. Might as well start the night there. The smell of funnel cake has been lacking in my life. I would agree. The sweet, sweet release of that funnel cake oil into the air while I have a coldie in my hand and I'm watching baseball, mm-hmm. lights me up in a way that I can't describe on air because it's going to get graphic. What a green chili cheeseburger. Oh, oh God, yeah, you're yum, so gross, yum. dude. Okay. Green I'm, chili cheeseburgers? I ain't mad at that. I'm a veggie dog guy. I got to go dogs when I'm at the park. Dog and an oat soda. That's my jam. You know where I can't get one of those? Any major league Denver, Phoenix, Houston, <laughs> Los Angeles, any friggin' MLB stadium that I planned on going wow. to this year. Yeah. Zero of them. The thing that's also the thing about that, it's not going to get better. I expected to wake up today. So I wake up first thing in the morning. I look for two things. I look for an update on Major League Baseball and if President Zelensky's been assassinated. Those are the two things I look for every morning. Well, you could have said how well Ukraine is doing, but you went kind of dark there. But that's okay. That's one way to say it. That's my one concern. Yeah. Yes. You have the soundbite, Michael? Did that go over the air or was that in my ear? I want that soundbite if you have it. Because Rob Manfraud, which I'm now making fun of my own name, (laughs) is a liar. He's a cheat. He's a manipulator. He's all the most abusive parts of a relationship. Well, let's unpackage this real quick. Loyal listener, friend of the show, if you didn't know already. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley, and our producer is Mike Vitale. There's that as well. Okay. Not only are you Fred Slow on your ID, on your birth certificate, what your father and mother call you Uh is Manfred. 
So not only are you a lover of baseball, your first name is this douche nozzle's last name. My last name is Slow. Correct. My first name is Manfred. Yes. No one calls me that. It's making it way harder for you. Not only is there no baseball, but some inanimate bag of farts right. is ruining this for you, and he has the same name as you. This is like when, for like the last six years, everyone I know named Donald has just been like real disappointed. <laughs> you said you got that clip, Michael? I got two talking about the concern for Fine. the fans. Hey, put it over. I'll go. I'll. I'll break. I haven't heard this, but I will just. Here we go. I will just. I will tear it apart. The concern about pause it already is at the very top of our consideration list, followed closely by you know places like where we're standing, um, where people's livelihood depends on baseball, spring training, baseball, and uh, certainly an important part of the calculus for us and for our owners. This is so dumb. The spring training thing is so dumb. You're either, if you're Jupiter, Florida, or where's the other one? St. Petersburg or wherever it is down there, which also is in Russia. I recently learned because I'm obsessed (laughs) with with Russia and the Ukraine. It doesn't matter if they get spring training in March or April. They're still going to get spring training. St. Petersburg used to be Leningrad, right? Yeah. Even old New York Mm -hmm. was once New Amsterdam. It's true. Why they changed it. I think it has something to do with the American Revolution, actually. I don't really know. Is that a Jay-Z lyric? Uh, I believe it's... They might be giants. Who? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's where we're going with this. Who might be giants? We're going to do a little Abbott and Costello. That's the bit right here. Buster Posey and Evan Longoria. They are. They are giants. Michael, if you play more more Manfred, I'm going to freak out. The only thing I can say uh, is that from the perspective of the commissioner's office and the clubs. Um, We are doing our very, very best to try to reach an agreement. Um, Unfortunately, it's not something that's solely within our control. It takes two parties to reach an agreement, and we will continue to be committed to that process. Rob Manford talks to me about consent one more time. I'm going to flip. He used the words concern and consideration. He does not know what those words mean. You know, you can't just throw words like that around when you don't know what they mean. Or they ain't trying to reach a consensus. They're trying to break a union. Yes. They're trying to bust a union. They are union busting. Calling the Pinkertons right now to come out in front of every single stadium in town and just bust yo union. That's an excellent Pinkerton reference. Thank you. Yeah. I have a degree in historical studies. <laughs> I primarily feign dumb. The live chat. It says fire Manfred, and I don't know if they're talking about Rob or me, and I don't have time to to deal with this energy. I know which one I'm leaning, and it might surprise you. It's me. (laughs) This has not been the healthiest week of radio I've ever had. You're very accusatory and coarse yesterday. Of everyone and everything? Yes. Yeah. Everything bothered you. That's true. I had breakfast yesterday. Worst tasting breakfast I ever had in my life. Mine wasn't great either. No. My pillow was not comfortable when I slept. I couldn't get the right temperature in my shower. I thought my car took an extra second to turn over. I don't know if it really did. I may have been projecting that. From the chat. By the way, if you're not part of the live stream, like if you're sitting at your desk right now in your office, facebook.com slash talkABQ. The live stream is up. The chat in the live stream is so funny. We can't read most of it on the air. No. But it's so funny. By the way, we have got a new camera set up 
on the Facebook Live. Yeah, we're today. trying a new thing. Yeah, we're trying a new thing out. So you could really see our faces. Yeah, we're not. We are not far away from if the you're, camera. If you're used to our normal Facebook Live, no, this it would is be different. A, more of a bust of yeah. us. This is now on camera. It's our faces. You could take the current photo of me and put it on like a like a piece of currency. I could be on a dollar bill with with how I'm framed in this. You have to Photoshop the microphone out. This no, the microphone makes it. <laughs> <laughs> we could just buy a bunch of rubles right now and photoshop us on them i yelled at a cashier yesterday oh don't do don't take it out on other people like that well here's the thing all i wanted to do was buy my tickets for batman a day early i don't understand why there's a problem here they had an mlb hat on didn't they with mm. no team association they just had the mlb logo is that what you're saying like an umpire yeah we're wearing um- <laughs> umpire blue <laughs> Uh, oh, did I tell you my KT Wiz jersey's not coming in? No, why? Okay. So yesterday on the program, we really broke down Korean baseball because we were both jonesing so bad. Yes. We were like drug addicts who couldn't get real drugs, so we had to use like like drugs from like Walmart, like like huffing air, like CO2 things or something, like not real drugs. So we were fiending so bad, we were doing off-brand crappy Korean drugs. Your, your knowledge of... Off-brand drugs is more than I thought it would be. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Whippets. Yeah, whippets. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So so we're doing whippets yesterday of Korean baseball. And I'm like, cool. I have a new favorite Korean team, the KT Wiz. I'm going to order this jersey. I placed the order. I believe it was through eBay. And I got an email today saying, sorry, this item is not available. What the hell? I found that link for you and everything. I did so much hard work. From the live chat, friends of the show are degenerates if they bet on Korean baseball. I would agree with that. Depends on your level of knowledge of Korean baseball. Or if you just want to have a good time. Look, if you want to gamble, guys, gamble. Go crazy. Go crazy. Yes. But gamble within your means. Safely gamble. Only gamble with what you can afford to lose. And if you can afford to lose some money on Korean baseball, go bonkers. Because I might start doing that this year, too. The suggestion is I'd be put on the face of a $3 bill, and I know what that joke means. Uh-huh. Here, live chat, and that's a very good joke. Mm-hmm. That's very funny, and I'm sorry I didn't have it earlier. And the thing about betting on baseball is you have to put into consideration everything. Right. Everything in baseball. Yeah. Time of day. is is uh, our. Are five of the nine batters you're facing blue-eyed, and it's a day game, and you know that the strike zone on the inside of the plate is going to be more vulnerable than it normally is because the stadium runs east to west, as, and there's all these weird factors. By the yeah. way, what I'm saying is not dumb. People really consider this stuff. Hong Ching Wang yeah. has a changeup that drops lower when the tides are high. Yes. So if the tides are high, you got to take the Kiwoom heroes. Yeah, correct. And a name that I already forgot because I made it up. Yeah, Hum Ching Wang. Yes. Yeah. That one. I don't want to sound culturally insensitive, no. but that, okay. that's one of their names. Just because he knows how to take advantage of the Coriolis effect whenever the earth is on a 20% access tilt because we're in retrograde. No, that's not against me for not knowing that all the time. Yeah. And then if if right fielder of the Kiwoom heroes just so happens to travel to Seoul yeah. and they stay... Don't say Loveland. They stay not at Loveland. We're not going to do Loveland again today. If they stay at the Holiday Inn Express in Seoul, he used to date a girl in the kitchen staff, and we all know she's going to try to poison the team. So you got to take Seoul at home 
if the Kiwoom heroes are in town because he broke that poor girl's heart and they know they're going to get all food poisoning. So take Seoul in the over. There's a lot that goes into Korean betting. That's so weird. <laughs> it's going to be a good program today. I'm very excited to bring it to everyone. I'm very excited to come out of the – and I'm sorry, Michael. Give me one extra second because I, I have a diatribe. Go ahead. Air Thank it out. You. I'm excited to come out of this baseball-induced depression that I'm currently in. I'm excited to dissolve away all that matters in my life. Oh. Yes. I'm familiar with making trade-offs. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to say to a higher power, whichever one it be, that you out there, friend of the show, choose to believe in, pray to, or ask from. But I just want that higher power to know that I will literally sacrifice anything to get this over with right now. Including, Up let's to, give examples. <laughs> Any No, like, first-degree murder stuff. We don't know. Is this, like, Silver October again? Today is Ash Wednesday. Today's the day I need more drinks than ever. Yeah. What did you give up for Lent, Fred? You can't say baseball. It was taken from you. Baseball. You can't give it up because it was taken from you on Ash Wednesday. Fantasy baseball betting. That's what I gave up. <laughs> <sighs> Not when we switch our fantasy baseball league to KBO. No, because Dylan is in our league. In front of the show, Dylan knows everything about Korean baseball, and it's unacceptable to have one guy that knows everything and then me. We're Wait, both, that's like regular baseball too, though. We're both Kiwoom heroes, guys, so watch out. KT Wiz or GT. <laughs> Wasn't it that. Low T Wiz? No. It's low T. <laughs> the Low T Wiz. That's not correct. It was the KT Wiz and, and the Low T Men. It was, oh, okay. And also it might not have been men. Go to break. It's been a very disruptive week of sports, and then we're going to continue it. We will take breaks from baseball. I found two stories I thought were real interesting about football so we can bring in the regular friend of the show. Thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio for <laughs> Coldwell Banker Legacy for sponsoring the studio. It's looking good today in HD on the live stream. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I don't know this one, Michael, but I really like it. Spin Doctors. The original? Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss can't be wrong. No, what time is it? Oh. What time is it was a Morris Day in the Times song. Yeah, it was. You so, got to start playing the original. I'm a big Morris Day guy. Oh, I would By love to. Oak Tree and all the rest. Well, I love Oak Tree. Jungle Love. You kidding me? 777-9311. Yep. So I got a beef, and I love Prince. I'm a big Prince guy, but Prince lost the Battle of the Bands in Purple Rain. Morris Day won the Battle of the Bands in Purple Rain, and I personally don't think it was even close. I don't know what you're talking and about. And they used to tour together, and the, the, the fans liked the opening act, which was the time, and they would always boo the Prince. It depended on what city in the Midwest that that took place. So everybody was thought the time was more popular, and Prince kicked him to the curb and kicked him out of his family of music. I didn't know all of that. Yes. I did not see that VH1 behind the music. But I'll tell you what. My own eyes and ears, 
Morris Day and the Time won the Battle of the Bands in Purple Rain. 505-246-0610. If you think Prince, who is the better artist in the long run, obviously, best Super Bowl halftime show. I've never even heard of the other person. Morris Day and the Time? No. Jungle Love? O-E-O-E-O? They're good. They're I think good I want to know you, know you. They're a lot of fun. Cool. Like, Late right. 70s, early 80s, like fun, funk band. All right, I just pulled up Morris Day. No, nope, no clue. Is Jerome holding up a mirror right next to him? I don't know who Jerome is. It's the guy holding the mirror. There's a lot of deep cuts here right now. So, if, all right, if there's a passionate Morris Day, and the what was it, Morris Day in the mix? And the time. Okay. Yeah, this is not a thing to me. I you could can call 505-246-0610, or you can text 505-246-0610, or you could just slip slide your way into the, the live chat on Facebook. you got a lot of options to represent Prince. What's the name of the song? Uh, their biggest one's probably Jungle Love. Okay. That was because of the movie, but the, a lot of their B-side stuff that was pretty erotic, you it couldn't, is all you couldn't good. play. Yeah, it is very sexual music. Get it up. That was the other one from their B-side list. So I would say that I like Green Day more than Morris Day, but definitely I like Morris Day more than Howie Day. You know what my favorite day is that I can't have ever? Opening day? It's opening day. (laughs) Damn it. Can't blame Morris Day for that. We'll We'll get there. I'll be able to blame him somehow. Mike Trout says today. I want to play. I love our game, but I know we need to get the CBA right. Let me clear my throat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Instead of bargaining in good faith, MLB locked us out. Instead of negotiating a fair deal, Rob canceled games. First of all, I love when an employee calls their boss by their first name. Uh, Rob Manfred is not Mike Trout's boss. No. No. Good point. Yeah. Rob is an insult. You could just call him, like, Man, this might get spicy too fast. I'm not going to say the word that popped in my head. Okay. I know it's not on the list, but it's on the list adjacent. Yes. So just imagine I said something really incendiary but hilarious about Rob Manfred, and let's all giggle together. Yeah. <laughs> See? I don't get that. <laughs> Players stand together for our game, for our fans, and for every player who comes after us. We owe it to the next generation. The biggest name in your game. Who am I going to believe here, boys? Am I going to believe Mike Trout or am I going to believe Rob Manfred? You're going to believe Mike Trout. He's the nicest guy on the planet. A thousand percent. And it's not even close. If You know it's bad if Mike Trout has to put out a statement because he wants none of the shine whatsoever. He doesn't want to be on commercials. He doesn't want to be the face of the league. He just loves playing baseball, and he wants to go out and win. And one day, maybe he'll be surrounded by a team that gets him to the playoffs. When he plays for the Yankees? Yes. Next contract. (laughs) From the texter, Jeter for commissioner. That's a given. Hey, that's a thing that's going to happen. It will never happen. You're dumb wrong. Because the commissioner works for the owners, not the players. The owners are never going to get an ex-player for MLB commissioner. Unless he like sells his soul to the devil in some like cult-like ritual where only the owners are there. Kind of like eyes wide shut kind of thing. Once <laughs> the lockout is over, weird eyes wide shut. Once the lockout is over, 
Yeah, 86, Rob Manfred. And similar to the way Derek Jeter has slid into home so many times in his career, uh-huh. you slide Derek Jeter right in there. And he looks like a player's guy. You don't get booed. You got good public perception. But he's been an owner. He's an I, owner. I don't see Jeter switching to the dark side. He's a player's manager. He's a player's owner. The Miami Marlins weren't competing enough for him, so he stepped down. That's the kind of guy who should be leading the Players Association, not commissioner. And yeah. I, I love the idea. First off, I love the idea. I'm just saying the owners will not go for it. Here's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying you're wrong, <laughs> but here's what I'm saying. The game is not declining, okay? Everyone claims Major League Baseball is on the decline. It's not. It just hasn't over the last 20 years. By the way, 100-year head start on everyone else. Yeah. It just hasn't over the last 20, 25 years hit the rapid incline that you've seen in NBA and NFL. And that's because NBA got to go to Europe, mm-hmm. got to go to Canada, or got to go to China. So Europe and Asia, and all this money and influx came in. So the NBA did like a, I don't know, 45 degree angle of increases in revenues and monies or whatever. Major League Baseball has just been gradual. Major League Baseball has been 2.5% return forever, whatever. NFL got all the TV deals, and really the thing that saved the NFL, and no one really, I think, super talks about this, is whenever Fox bought them in the early 90s. So whenever Fox got the broadcast stuff, that was like, oh, there's actually a ton of money in this. Like, CBS, you were not doing it right. Like, let's turn this thing into a product. That's when the NFL went from a product on the field to a product on the TV. Right. And that was the smartest move ever. Now, baseball has not had a dip. It's still rising. Slowly. Yeah, constantly. Slowly compared to the NBA and NFL. Correct. Yeah. And only of recent. Because before, had them outpaced. And an obvious advantage that baseball has to generate money, why it makes so much money, is how prolific it is. They are 162 games for each team. And 162 years old. 162 opportunities to sell commercials. 162 opportunities to sell merch and jerseys. 162 opportunities to show up to the ballpark. Mm Mm-hmm. NFL generates more money, but there's only 17 games, and then you have your playoffs. Like It's so much easier for MLB to generate insane amounts of money, even though they're now the third league. And 50 years ago, they were the, the king of sports. 30 years ago, they were solidly in second. Now they're in third with soccer nipping at their heels, maybe overtaking them soon. But they're still growing, and they're still making tons of money. NFL. No, MLB. NFL's number one and will remain number one until they drastically change the game or there is some giant steroid-level conspiracy. NFL's king, and it always will be. The, the NFL has its own day. How many people do you know that shut down their whole lives on Sunday? They're like, I, oh, bet the, I, NFL is I better... winning, the NFL is winning this one right here with the way the MLB is not on the field. There are no spring training. They're winning because of they're at Indy. They're at the Combine. They're having their convention. All right, so I'm following your boys' lead. Do you feel like MLB owner is feeling second class to NFL owner, by the way, all billionaires? Sure. And that is part of this big swing and ego thing because MLB owner wants to be NFL owner? Well, here, here's the difference, and we've touched on this before. NFL owners, there's like a face on an ownership group. 
Correct. The overwhelming majority of NFL and NBA teams are owned by a corporation yep. with somebody in charge. Ah, the Samsung Eagles. There you go. MLB owners is just one old white guy. Yeah. And they're in their own little club, and they're not going to budge for a bunch of uppity cattle that want to get fed better. They don't have to. And, and their PR game is phenomenal to spin it against the players like this again. Even though they walked out of the first negotiation, waited three months for another one, Dog, they put- walked out of the second negotiation, waited six weeks for another one, and then had one meeting a week where they didn't budge at all. And then they have the audacity to say, oh, the person affected most by this is the fans. The people who aren't negotiating, the people who started the lockout, and the people who canceled games, you can't spin this and make yourselves look like the good guy. You have to make concessions. You have to give in. You have to negotiate. You can't just say, oh, we didn't do it because these guys are greedy. Right. That's not a take. That's not a talking point. That is the, that, that is the low-hanging fruit from both arguments on both sides, which is you have more than I have, so I'm going to recognize you both as greedy. Sure. It's, I'm not going to say it's lazy because it's not. It's just uneducated. It's uninformed. Well, if you don't care, I mean, how many of these billionaires are actually passionate about baseball? Oh, I, would, I wouldn't be able to tell you. It's a small percentage, it's right? It's got to be. It's a small percentage. I bet you they're more passionate about busting unions than they are baseball. In the 100 percentile, they're more passionate about screwing over these players who they treat like assets, not people. The players are looking out for the future of the sport. The players are looking out for the future of the next class of players that come up behind them. It's not a greedy money grab. They're going to get paid no matter what. They're just looking out for the future of the sport, and the owners aren't. The owners don't care about public perception. Luckily, they're so tied into the media, they can help spin it to make themselves look better. But they don't care about the outcome. They're going to be billionaires no matter what. They don't care if they run the sport into the ground for a few years. They know it's going to be back. So is America's pastime baseball or is America's pastime union busting? Because I got, I got the last 85 years to tell you that it might not be baseball. Uh, what do you call um, making photocopies? Uh, Xeroxing? Sure. Xerox hasn't been king in years, right? Right. Baseball hasn't been America's pastime in years. But luckily they get to retain that moniker just like Xerox gets to retain that moniker. If you're in fourth place, (laughs) if soccer is nipping at your heels and about to overtake you, you're not America's pastime anymore. Not money-wise, though. Like, money-wise, baseball's still just right under football. Right. Viewership, Viewership and fandom, soccer passed baseball. Baseball went from third to fourth. NFL's obviously king. NBA, a decade ago, took over the second slot. And now soccer's taking over the, the third slot. And here's baseball in fourth, grasping at straws to try to keep their live. And then here they are trying to do another strike, another lockout, miss more baseball, alienate more fans. They're just going to keep slipping down. I don't even know when hockey season starts and finishes, but they're about to take over baseball. I don't feel that way. Not that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Thank you, New Mexico Pino and Coffee, for helping me start my day today. Also to the YMCA of Central New Mexico, because why well, just wouldn't be me without those two.
They're the absolute best. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay. For the first time in 15 segments since yesterday, and I don't want to do it, boys, but I was advised by upper management (laughs) that we should talk about anything that's not my disdain towards baseball right now. What else is there? So I'm going to go adjacent to football. Are you ready? Okay. The Eagles. All right, so the scouting combine, right? The NFL draft, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Do I need to paint the picture of what the NFL draft is? No. I'm sorry. I just thought about baseball again. I Let's got excited. Take one segment off. Just this one. Just this one. Just trying to pop my neck. It's a whole thing. The Eagles brought in Van. They brought in Van? They brought in comma Van. Oh, okay. <laughs> A mini basketball hoop with them to Indianapolis. Several prospects at the combine have said that their meetings with the Eagles, they shoot free throws. I love the idea that there's an evaluation sheet telling me how well you do from the light. Like if you're like, oh, he went two for five from the charity stripe. Gonna have to let him let him fall around. So what's what's the pressure? I mean, it's a it's. You're testing him, right, to see what you can do under pressure because you're asking him weird questions about his life. Under pressure. By the way, we should do this either today or soon. Remember we did last year we did the questionnaire. The Wonderlick? The weirdest. No, not the Wonderlick, but the weirdest questions that people have said they've been asked. Oh, I do like that. In a combine interview. We could, you know what we should also do is the Wonderlick. Yeah. Like the actual one, the whole thing. The actual one. WWIQtest.com is the Wonderlick test, like the free one. Okay. I'm going to send it to you right now. And we'll do it during the break. A break? All of the breaks. It takes a minute, doesn't it? I don't. This is like the crappy like. Oh, okay. The diet one. One question one or whatever. I've done this before. And what it's going to do is prove that I'm demonstrably more intelligent than you. I'm excited for that. Let's start off with this. Do you know what demonstrably means, or did you just hear someone say it recently? Uh, I know that it's me being demonster. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like a weird NFL thing, right? So I'm like, okay, this has got to be new, whatever. Cool. Nope. So did you think whenever they brought this basketball hoop in, this was just the Eagles being like, listen, we can't be like the 76ers and have another situation like Ben Simmons. Like, we've got to have a guy who can hit. <laughs> I think it's just a pressure thing. Like, they're asking him weird questions about his life. Can he focus and still shoot free throws? Well, you ask him if, if his mom was a prostitute when, earlier in life. <laughs> when Gardner Minshew. Which they literally asked that, Des Bryant. Yes, that this happened. Yeah. When Gardner Minshew got moved. That's a thing that happened, Vital. It really happened. You're looking Vital. at me very weird. When Gardner Minshew got moved to the Eagles uh, last year, he said, the Eagles? The only thing I really remember about them is shooting hoops with them whenever they talk to him at the Combine. The Eagles have been doing this for years. Uh Uh-oh, I already opened that IQ test and the clock has started. 
Okay, hold on. Oh, shoot. We got to re- yeah, restart. Okay, hold on. Never mind. Because you only get like 20 minutes or You get something. 20 minutes. Yeah. And we got to do it in three minutes during this commercial break. So rapid, rapid. rapid fire. So Minshew said his only prior connection with Nick Sirianni. Oh, this is the Colts. Excuse me, not the Eagles. It was a Colts pre-draft visit, and an intense game of horse happened, and Minshew needed to remove his shirt during the intense game of horse, which Sirianni won, and Sirianni's now with the Eagles. Mm. So when Gardner went back to the Eagles, because I guess obviously the game of horse stood out, and Minshew was like, I'm here for revenge. Yeah, nice. <laughs> skins versus skins. <laughs> I don't know if you want to see Sirianni without a shirt on. Hey, what if is it also like an Antonio Gates thing? They're like, listen, we're just actually looking for a lot of tight ends. How do you work the low block? Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. How's your hip game? What's like the weirdest interview thing you've been a part of? What's like the? Because there's been some weird stuff for me. You know, I worked at that sports and wellness here in town. When I first moved to town, Michael, I ran sports and wellness. It was like a health club, and literally my interview for that was playing softball with them. Like I do, I was did like a formal sit down, whatever. And before my first day, they were like, "Do you want to come play on the company softball team?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Why not?" <laughs> like, you, I play pretty good first base. <laughs> what? I, you used me to get that job. Yeah, you played know. right field. I remember. Yeah, and I went five yeah, for six a, that day. It's a team building event. They want to see how good you are at the sport. We were a bunch of ringers from the gym. And also, softball culture here in the city is terrible. Like, I don't know if we have friends of the show that play softball. Men's League softball culture here is toxic. If you have a jersey that looks like an Affliction t-shirt, I don't want to play with you. Oh, like one of the supplemented printing ones? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, The sublimation? That's too much, bro. Yeah. That's too much. I don't know if Graphic Connections does those. I would think You don't don't. see too many Korean jerseys in that league, right? Well, you're not going to see my KT Wiz jersey. Softball guy, you throwing your bat angrily against the fence when you hit a pop-up for something that you pay to be at? So stupid. They're not paying you to be there. You're paying them to be there. You need to relax and enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. This is leisure. You're not going to go to the MLS, Major League Softball, or whatever it is. Whatever the pro MLSB, you're not gonna do it. Just have a good time, have an oat soda with the fellas after. Enjoy yourself. Go to Chuck E. Cheese and throw some hoops too. We're going to Cleveland for Nationals this year. You know, nobody I, cares. You know, how I know. Men's Your wife football. encourages you, so you will leave the house. That that's what it is. Yes. See, he's got good hand-eye coordination. All right, check that box. <laughs> you know, it's rec league because they literally put an extra outfielder out there. Yeah. Like, you don't have to run. There's already someone there. There's a position in men's league softball called right center. Yeah. Rover. What? It's a rover. Oh, you won't, you won't believe it. With this $500 baseball bat, I hit this softball into the street. Yes, I do believe uh-huh. if you throw a softball off a trampoline, it will bounce. Sure. Because that's what that bat is. Also, you're 135 pounds. Thank you, science. Thank you, science, for science. encouraging you way too much. You, the new men's league softball, though, is men's league cornhole. Have you guys been around this? I would rather play cornhole. Oh, I would much rather yeah, play cornhole. Absolutely too. any day of my life. You never like go down to the cornhole courts? I don't know what word to use here. I got it. 
I got it. You ready? Yeah. Overpassionate adult softball league guy is the same person as frat guy overpassionate about foosball. That's the same guy. So when I was in college, it was overpassionate about dodgeball. Because, yeah, that movie Dodgeball. Same. Now, also. You know, if you go back a little bit further, this same guy, overpassionate about men's softball league, mm-hmm. overpassionate about foosball when he was younger, mm-hmm. is the same guy who used to just shove his homework into his backpack without using a folder. That's the same guy. That's the same guy. Everyone did that. three different stages of his life. You didn't do that? Of course not. I had a folder. I'm an adult. I have a travel keeper. When you were a child. When I was a child, I was an adult. You were not an adult when you were a child. I was this size when I was 11. I have not grown. Homeboy. I I, was born an adult. I would stuff those papers in my backy boy, and I would single strap. Because I'm not about to wear two straps, because that is preposterous. I'm not trying to look a fool on the playground. And what do I need those papers for? My parents don't want my macaroni drawing of whatever I just did. Okay. I'm not saying put your elementary school macaroni drawing... I'm talking about when you're able to do homework, you put it in a folder, I, you take it out of the folder, you complete it, you put it back in the folder, you turn it in the next day. Know your audience right here. You got a, my audience? I have never done you're homework. You're my co-host. I've never one time in my <laughs> life done homework. I have a college degree. I've never, I never bought a book. Like I've never, homework? Have you read a book? Gosh, no. Hey, so funny story, never buying a book. When I went to New Mexico State, down south. Go Aggies, huh, Vital? Go, no, go Aggies. I'm a Lobo now, so stay stay on that side of the glass, I loser. Like, I feel like I'm a New Mexico Highland Cowboy. We used to go to Juarez, like uh, multiple people in a class. We would take one, we'd all pitch in and get one book, go down to Juarez, and they would copy and bind the book for us. So like, we'd be in like a book co-op. So those three hundred dollar textbooks used to cost us like twelve dollars a piece. It was genius. $300 for a textbook. Michael, I forgot to tell you, but during the break, can you call Rob Portnoy? I sure can. You're the best. You're so good at this. When we get back, Rob Portnoy, friend of the show. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome to the show, friend of the show, Rob Portnoy. Robert, how are you? Hey, I'm Great. How are you doing, Fred? How are you doing, Van? What's going on, guys? Uh, I got three more questions left on my Wonderlick, and I think Fred beat me by like a minute because he said you got to pay for it to finish. <laughs> this is such dirty pool. <laughs> I Rob, can't believe they're doing this to me. Rob, you ever taken a Wonderlick? So you guys are getting ready to go to the combine, huh? I don't know. I just want to see how I compare against uh, like some of the greatest minds in the history of who's got the highest Wonderlick of all time. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? He's up there. Oh, uh, excellent question. I have no idea. Um, but you know what? You put your Wonderlick score out there. You're. It's like you know, unzipping your fly. Oh yeah, the world knows about you then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just pulled it up, boys. And Rob, I know, I know. Actually, we're going to actually hold you over, Rob, because we got a couple extra minutes here. But so the highest Wonderlick ever is Pat McNally, who's a punter. <clears throat> he got a perfect score, a Ooh. fifty. So that's 1975. You have any idea who that is, Rob? I've never heard of him. He used to punt for the Cincinnati Bengals. There you go. Mike Mamula, who was a defensive end for the Eagles, 
That's pretty good. Okay. That's very good. And then Kevin Curtis, who I know played for the St. Louis Rams, he was also a BYU guy, did a did like a mission beforehand, so he got to the Rams like 28 years old. But here's Ryan Pat Fitzpatrick. He had a 48. That's not bad. All right, now here's the funner list, boys. The low scores. <laughs> so Vince Young got a six. Ouch. A six. Your boy oh, Frank he Gore? Missed, he missed his name? Yeah. <laughs> Your name gets you 10. Frank Gore got a six. I, I, okay. I mean, Ooh. I guess you don't got to be smart to be good at it. How do these become public? Like, I, I would say I'm happy to take this for you. And if you're a potential employer, then okay. But if this – I want them to ensure that if, if I – there's got to be some sort of agreement. Like, it's got to be – so just, seriously, let's put these into perspective, boys. So Wonderlicks are often given in the private. It's not just football, right? It's a private private sector test. Sure. Systems analyst guys they average about a thirty-two. Chemist average about a thirty-one. Electrical engineers average about a thirty. Like guys who work security and warehouse and janitor and like craftsmen, they average between like a fourteen and an eighteen. So like, there's That's freaking McNally. Yes, perfect score. Perfect score. There you boys go. And Talk show hosts average a six. Yeah, it's a six. Like Vince Young. <laughs> Rob, we wanted to get you on a couple minutes early because uh, I want to talk about uh, before, because we're going to bring you back after the break. But I wanted to be able to touch base with you on the game coming up this Saturday because we, we only had a couple extra minutes. But to my understanding, like tickets are going for this one, right? It's senior night. It's UNLV. They've been a longtime rival. And yeah, it, it, and that's the way it should be. And I hope everybody sort of catches the fever because it's it's going to be a great night. And uh, everybody, you know, who's known the Lobos and, and the leagues that they've been in over the years, right, they can remember the old late-night games in the whack. And let's make this like one of those. Why like, not? That would be unbelievable. I like it. Stick around with us. Whenever we get back, more Rob Portnoy. And we got a fun announcement. We're going to do some fun stuff. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, friend of the show, Rob Pornoy with us. Rob, you were my very first friend here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You were my very first mentor in the business. And you are the man that introduced me to Cumulus Media and Michael Vital. So I think it's really lovely that you've called right now. So, Mr. Vital, uh, first of all, he has been the guy in the studio since I arrived. And it, it feels like um, I've spent as much time with him as just about anybody since we came to town back in 06. And, uh, I, you know, I, is, it, is it the right thing to do to throw a number out there today, guys? I, 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 I think I, it is. Dan, it's, are you sure? Do it. I, I think I, it is. It. I love the guy, and I, I want to, you know, I want to do the right thing. I, I, you're giving me your approval. What does he look like he's doing right now? Is he, He's waiting is he, on bated breath, I would say. Okay, well, let me start with this. It's, it's a huge birthday. It's a massive birthday. It's a monumental birthday. It's a numerically strong birthday. I agree. It's a big milestone birthday um, for the backbone of your show, for the backbone of, of Cumulus overall, period. Like, going back to Citadel days, like, that's 
that's how important he is to what goes on over there. And um, I just want to wish you, Mikey V, a happy birthday in, in front of God and everybody because I love you, and uh, you kill it every day. And sometimes, uh, you know, he'll he'll come in and do the morning show because they need him. Does it and all? Then he's, yeah, and, and then he's there that same night past midnight mountain time because we're playing on the West Coast. And we're in a post-game show. And I don't know if he ever goes home. I don't know if he eats. I think he leaves <laughs> the studio to go to the bathroom. But there might be a bottle underneath the, the counter. I don't know. Uh, that's how uh, incredible he is. And we all love you, Mikey V. And happy birthday, brother. Thank you very much, Rob. How much do I owe you? Checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think only fitting, don't you, Van, for us and our approximately 3,500 current listeners that we have during the 5 o'clock hour, for the happy birthday to Michael Vital right now over the air, 505-246, Michael Vital's birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you very much. I'm having a pizza and a beer tonight. How's that? Hey-oh. We held on to it through the happy first hour. Happy buddy. Because we don't oh. want to spoil before Rob got here. Make that frosty one have a nice big head on it tonight and drink an extra one for me, Mike. I sure will. Rob Porno, you're the absolute best. You're kind, you're loving, and you're a friend of the show. Thank you so very much. Oh, it's great to be with you guys. And before I go, uh, Vitaly, can we tell everyone what number you have reached today? Because it is, it's a, it's a big one. I don't want to do it if it'll embarrass you. It's, it's completely up to you, bro. Uh, go ahead. I mean, at this point, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Vitale has hit the big six zero today, and it, it obviously, yeah, bring down the house. Bring down the house. It, um, I, you know what? I, I'm glad that you're out front of me. Not that far. I have to readily admit that. But uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Happy birthday, Mike. Thank you. Aw, isn't that nice? What a guy. What a guy. Can you believe that? Rob Portnoy, what a guy. Best in the Let's business. Call in. Tell Mikey happy birthday. Mike, go over there and pick up the phone. Go over there and say thank you off the air. We'll we'll handle this. The we kind the kind words are already pouring mm-hmm. in from the texter. That's nice, Mike Evie. You're such a rock star. Everybody loves you. So Everyone, much. he's the most popular guy in town. No joke. And like seriously, no joke though. <laughs> like <laughs> like shows have come and gone. Personalities have come and gone. Like many years have come and gone here on the Sports Animal. But Mike Vital. It's been a part of it forever, and you've been a crucial part to our show, Big Dog, since day one, since June of 2017, yep. or 19, whenever we first stepped in here. Has it been that long? We Did started three years? We started three this program three years. in July of 2019. No. Yeah. It was before true. the pandemic? Me and you. Yep. Gosh, Stan- my memory's gone. It, well, I mean, it is your birthday. 60. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, wipe that memory tonight. With a couple extra oat sodas. That's what I'm saying. From the texter, happy birthday, Vital. They're just rolling in now. You know, I think it's only fitting. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. People are either in their car right now. You want me to? Or they're listening online. Um, I think we should all at once, one big giant community. Just one big happy birthday? Of KML, the sports yeah. animal, two men on friends, friends of the show, loyal listeners. We all sing him happy birthday right now. Happy birthday to Michael Vital. Happy birthday to you. Vitaly, some people call him. Happy birthday, dear Mike. Last minute, Mikey. 
Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, brother. This is nice. Ow! 60 years, Mike. Yo, I have been listening to Mikey for about 14 years. Isn't that crazy? Because I've always been a sports radio guy. When I'm in my car, it's either sports radio or Run the Jewels or Kendrick Lamar has a new album. <laughs> and I've been knowing Mikey's voice for 13, 14 years now. So you are an absolute rock star. You've been part of my Albuquerque experience for more than a decade. Mikey V, the absolute legend of KNML and all of Cumulus Radio. It's an honor to know you. It's an honor to befriend you. Oh, I agree. I thank you. I appreciate you guys a lot. Every day I come into work and I'm like, here are those, where are those guys? Are they here? Are they out somewhere? And when you're in studio, I really appreciate seeing you guys because you lift up my day and I really mean that. And uh, my daughter called me. She's 31. She goes, you are now officially old. She just texted me. So did you know this, boys? In April of 1962, uh, <laughs> Arnold Palmer March. won his third Masters. Oh, how exciting is that? Kind of a neat one. On March 2nd, 1962, <laughs> Will Chamberlain scored 100 points on my birthday. That's I mean, my, super sweet. <laughs> when I was the night I was born. <laughs> Jack Nicholas won the U.S. Open. I can't, I can't really, I don't know any of these other people. Those are kind of the big momentous. World Series was won by the New York Yankees. Do you know Mikey V has the same birthday as Dr. Seuss? Oh, did you know that, Michael? I think Bon Jovi, too. Not the same year. Because <laughs> well, Dr. Seuss was born in 1902. Dr. Seuss. Boy, I wish I had all those books. They're worth a lot now. Hey, you're such an independent guy, Mikey. That you share something with Texas. What's that? In 1836, on today's date, Texas declared their independence. Oh, who knew All that? All right. Love How the about ind- that? independent spirit. That's me. Do you identify as a Pisces, or is that just is that like a different <laughs> energy for you? Uh, people say I am. I don't pay attention to it that deeply, but... Women tell me, you must be a Pisces. You listen to me talk <laughs> about my depression. Hey, hold on. Touchy subject with us two. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley was the top five hit. You know, I, I see you as a liberator, Vital, for a lot of different reasons. On your birthday... Congress abolished the African slave trade in oh, 1807. Right. Did you know that? That's a big deal. It is. It's a big deal. I don't have a Wonderlic test score for you guys. It, well, I mean, it I mean, costs 17.99 if you do it on <laughs> no. the website we did it yeah, on. Which we didn't finish. Nope. U.S. President John Kenney announced that the U.S. will resume above-ground nuclear testing. What? Because Vital was born. Nuclear what baby. Is that? On your 16th birthday, mm-hmm. Vital, you might not sweet know this. 16. On your sweet 16, never been kissed birthday, grave robbers stole Charlie Chaplin's body. I don't <laughs> like that one. What? That's probably the worst one. Yeah, that doesn't sound, that's creepy. Well, I don't like that one. That's a weird thing to do. You know what they did? 
What's that? They're looking for evidence because never seen Charlie Chaplin and Hitler at the same room at the same time. So just making sure. No, I don't think that's it. That's not why? No, it's not. (laughs) 28 for 32 shooting from the free throw line for Chamberlain on his 100-point night. 51% for his career, so real standout night from the line. 90% of his free throws in the game. I thought there'd be some spoiler, like more baseball news, you know, like a highlight reel, you know, something happened that night. On March 2nd in baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers beat the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, it'd be spring training. Nobody yeah. cares about spring training right? except for Cubs fans. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> for your fourth birthday, mm-hmm. I tell, Ford celebrated selling their one millionth Mustang. Aww. Oh, That's nice awfully nice vehicle. of them to do on your birthday. That's a lot of Mustangs in four years. I don't know enough. Also, Nelson Mandela was elected as deputy president of the African National Congress on this day in 1990. You've had a big day. Oh, this is a real fun one. In 1983, Michael, compact disc players were released for the first time to the United States. Ooh. Ooh. That's a big one. That is. Technology on the way, on the horizon. You and the CD were born on the same day. CD. I had many of them. Kind of crazy. Well, I, I, still, I still have some CDs in my car. You remember oh, those? Getting ripped off. Remember by those friends. sunshade visor? Oh, I know exactly. CD holders. Yep. I still have one in my car. I swear. I never listen to them, but I have an option. <laughs> <laughs> that CD from 1990 still there. You've had a lot of birthdays, Michael. You've had 60. You got like a standout one? Yeah, excellent question. Um, yowzer, I can't. Nothing, huh? No. Um, when I was living in Vegas, I lived it up on my birthdays. Okay, I mean that makes total sense. I think it was my fortieth where I had a crazy night. So, well, that makes two of us. (laughs) We're in a club. (laughs) Bad decision, fortieth. Yeah, right. On your fortieth, Michael, I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, man. Well, I'm just trying to help. I'm just saying. <laughs> it seems so long, so yet yet so fast. It comes real quick. On your 20th, I was two weeks old. Ooh. Yeah. It's an interesting one. 82, 84? 82. 82. 82, 82, 82. What is that? 246 toothpicks, yeah. <laughs> you doing Rain Man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if I, I think it's sixty. If I were fortunate enough to have the notoriety that you have around town, Michael, I'd be real happy. Nobody knows me. Literally, everyone asks me about you everywhere no, I go. Come on, it's true. Any any time because we're out in the community all, all the, time. the time, all the time. People always ask about you, especially when we're in social situations yep. and like they're there to party with us and they like find out that we're horrible people and they're like, man, I wish Vital mm-hmm. was here. And all like on top of that, Mike, you think we're joking? On top of that, because you don't ever go out with us, Michael. We invite you to stuff all the time. I don't go anywhere. You I don't go low. anywhere. And people are like, "What do you mean, Michael's not here?" Well, well, maybe I'll show up. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking you, but I'm gonna start asking you less and less. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, I have one beer and I'm sleeping. You, you want someone like that hanging around you all night? Literally, yes. Not so different. As long as it's <laughs> as long as it's you. Anybody else, not so much.
It's crazy to me to think that you weren't going to make a single mention of it, Michael, on your birthday. He's so humble. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just totally forgot about it. I, okay. Okay. Now, it, I didn't know. How did Rob Portnoy know that it was my birthday? That's what I want to know. You act like you just it. met Rob Portnoy. Yeah. He's the nicest, most caring individual. He's incredible. Well, second most next to you. Yes. There's an order. Whenever, whenever I first met with Rob years ago when I moved to town about broadcasting, because I was like, I've been in the game, right? You guys know my history. I've been in sure. the game. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, Rob, because Rob has a St. Louis connection. And I'm like, Rob, who do I need to know? He's like, one guy, Michael Vitale. Mike Vitale. Mike Vitale. You trust Michael Vitale? He'll take you to the promise line. And if you don't, well, I got a couple uncles up in Chicago and East St. Louis that can help you out. You beat me to it. I was going to say, if he can't help, his mob connections can. I'm it's, sure Manfred Slow had been into a couple of strip clubs and uh, liquor stores that my grandfather and my uncles owned. That's, that means probably some truth to that. <laughs> it's Ben Roethlisberger's birthday. Is it? Yep. Okay, that's a downgrade. It's the only known football player, huh? Bryce Dallas Howard's birthday. Who? Actor. Oh. Rebel Wilson's birthday. Actress. Chris Martin from Coldplay. Sorry. Yeah. It's Daniel Craig's birthday. Hey, he's the best Bond. I don't care what you say. Oh, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best Bond. He overtook Sean Connery. Not just overtook, left him in the dirt. Like, left left him in the dust. 505-246, Mike Vitale's birthday. Reach out to the program. Give a happy birthday to old Michael. Old, not old. I don't need to hear a single tweet. Yes, O-L apostrophe. Big difference. Is it O-L apostrophe or O-L-E? No, that's ole. That's O-L-E apostrophe. That's a cheer in Spanish. Which one is the salsa? I'm just, I'm going blank. Old El Paso? Is that what that is? Is ole not a condiment? You got me. Michael, I didn't hear who it was. Who is it? Dan, welcome to the program. What's up, boys? How you What's doing, up, my friend? My dude. Oh, I was just singing to say it's your birthday to yeah. my birthday boy there. Yeah. That's what you it's know, about. Uh, he's he's leaving the filthy fifties and going into the sexy sixties. Ooh. So uh fear not, my friend. Good times <laughs> are on the way. I can tell you I'm I'm uh, I'm already 64, so I'm rocking. But you know, Mikey and I have a lot of Chicago ties. I lived on the South Side with uh, in the Italian community for a good while, and uh, I know a lot of his peeps, and he knows a lot of mine. Mikey is the real deal, brothers. Let me tell you. You ain't never lying, homie. Mm, feeling the same way. Oh no, man! He's uh, we've 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 been to the same clubs. We've met the same people. He's not BSing when he talks about the Chicago land. So, Michael, you are my favorite brother. Have a great, great evening tonight, and I love you, man. Aw, I love you too. Thanks, brother. Aw, uh, bonus birthday, friend of the show, Dan. Later. Later hey, doggy. thank you, Dan. Bonus birthday, mm-hmm. Clifford Smith Jr., 
better known as Method Man. Oh, who knew? That's a good one. Also, like a pseudo birthday, but not a real birthday. In 1995, the internet search engine website Yahoo was created today in 1995. That's a big one. So it's Yahoo's birthday. Best fantasy sports. All right, we got to go to break. I'm tired of hearing about myself. <laughs> there are more callers, Michael. What's the problem? No, I just you're going to get them all. It's day. about you guys. You're the ta- you're the talented guys. Yeah, why is the me. phone ringing off the hook then for you on your birthday, Michael? They say it's my birthday. Putting everybody <laughs> on. I'm at O'Neill's tomorrow. Vans not. I will be there with Star of TV and Radio. KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Also, Ed Nunez will be joining me. Voice of UNM Women's Softball and uh, Western athletics i totally butchered that at the end two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal friend of the show that's where i want to be howard welcome what's up gentlemen what's up my dude we're enjoying it are you are you uh, am i on yeah, you're here with us. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the program, Howard. Well, thank you, and happy by Vitel. Happy birthday, there, my friend. Aww. Why don't you pop us open a beer? Smart. Heyo. There we go. You know, um, your previous caller, Dan. He's my boy. We ventured the fifth decade in our uh, knowing each other. We've known each oh. other since the mid '80s. He's good. He's good people. Who knew? And Vital, you know what they say about March babies, Vital. We're special human beings. I have a birthday coming up two weeks from today. Okay, I'm go All happy, right. Happy I early will, birthday. I will oh, turn no, the here. tender young age of 61. Ooh, and me and Vital ooh. will still tag up and take all oncomers. So what's the, how are, <laughs> what's it like being born on Pi Day? Does you feel like you, you lose a lot of attention? Hi. Oh, wait, it's 3.14. Never mind. It blew it. It blew the whole joke. Don't listen to me. Yeah. Strike that, reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Tiss, tiss, but uh, tiss. I am a Pisces through and through. Mm. You know, my wife says that all the time. Uh, she Somehow she conveys that to me by calling me a big baby. But, uh, you know, that's a story for another I, day. No, you know, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, Van, that nobody's ever seen Charlie Chaplin and Adolf Hitler in the same room, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why they dug up his body on Mike's birthday. That's not true. Well, you know, I've never seen you and David Spade in the same room together. There we go. Oh, good there lord. There we go. <laughs> okay, I ha- I have heard that one historically. I love that one, especially when the haircut <laughs> when the haircut matches. Yeah. Uh, come on, you're a strikingly handsome man, Van. Come on, don't even don't let me bring you down, my friend. Like a JV you and David look Spade, like a couple of chick magnets, mm. especially when he wears the porn jacket. Oh, I, yeah. got the, I got the porn jacket today. It, yeah, it's looking rough. Because all of my uh, all my suits, all my blazers were in the dry cleaners today. So I went. Well, you got to stand up a little bit. I can't see that porn jacket on your live stream. No, because oh, yeah, what he does, up. Howard, <laughs> is he hides it from me when he knows I'm on one. He in the I wouldn't even know what color to call that. Uh, it's called ox blood. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Ah, there yeah. we go. He says ox ox blood. Blood. That's nice. It's ox blood. And have ox blood shoes to go. match too. Oh god! We're gonna do this. We're gonna do all this right now. You know, sorry. So forget the sports program. We'll just call this the. We'll just call this the the male don't do what Van does fashion program. Look at those sexy oh, Alan Edmonds. 
Van can pull that stuff no. off. He's a sexy guy. Come on, man. I'm just saying it's Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Look whose at them birthday kick. is it? Okay. <laughs> I thought there it was Vital's there birthday. There you go. Oh, you, you're just a little uh, jealous there, Fred, because he's uh, styling and profiling. It's- Woo! Yeah, no. that's what's up. Got a really nice pair of boots on oh. right now. Like, I'm doing okay, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't need to flash my boots. Yeah, your boots. No problem, man. <laughs> but it is a special day, Mike Vitell. You know, combined, we're uh, 121 years young. Oh, And gosh. you know what? I, I, the, the 60s and new 40, because I, I feel good. I do, too. Mike, but it could Mike's going to drink a new 40. Too, so I'm not sure. I'm gonna but have a. Anyhow. I'm gonna have a beer tonight for. I have more than one. Let's put it that way. One's my mm-hmm. nightly thing, but I'm gonna have th- three tonight. Three. I usually only have one as well, one after the other. So you know. Well, I'll tell you but, what. Those. Uh, those anyhow. Mike, those three beers are gonna be courtesy of two men on. Yeah. Because we're not yeah. letting you buy tonight. Mm-hmm. We got a budget for that. Oh. There you go. Some nice. Take care of Vitel, man. You guys have a great afternoon. Happy uh, birthday, my friend. I like that. Thank you. Thank you, Howard. Thanks, Howard. He's so nice. The best. Everyone cares about you, Michael. Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. Sorry, brother. Mr. Inconspicuous over here that everyone's a fan of. From the texter, happy birthday, Mike. Love you. Oh, that's a nice one. Uh, love you with two exclamation points and a heart. And a heart, Yeah, Michael. don't leave that part out. You forget about that? Can't forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do, like, social media either. Uh, the way I was brought up, um, you kept everything under the rug of the carpet or down low. I don't even know. I'm a pe- dinosaur when it comes to that. You guys are incredibly talented. I'm not, but I was brought up that way. It's kind. Of, it is kind of hard to change that. I was off social media until we got back into entertainment. Same. I was it, off for over a year. Yeah, I had gotten out as well until we brought the show back. Yeah, once we brought the show back, like there's no way that we can exist without social media. Here we, we're literally on it right now. We're live streaming on Facebook Live right now. With my leathered 40-year-old face <laughs> in high definition. And your jacket. And the jacket. It's sitting right next to me. It's warm today. 72. I didn't even wear a jacket today. I said forget it. It's going to be cold by the time we leave. So that's why I brought the jacket. Back to sports after this. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. One accident eastbound I-40 in Louisiana. It's all off to the left shoulder. Uh, still a little traffic backup on eastbound 40 from that earlier crash at San Pedro, but that's all been cleared now. Uh, the typical westbound delays, westbound 40 at the interchange, right when you get to Coors, it slows down a little bit. Northbound I-25 as you try to get onto westbound Paseo. That's really congested, but that frees up, cl- clears up right at about General Mills. Alameda, that slows down right at about Rio Grande. This message is brought to you by Blake's Burger. We're making life sweeter. Blake's Burger is blending strawberry cheesecake milkshakes. It's our rich and creamy strawberry milkshake blended with a slice of real cheesecake. Strawberry cheesecake milkshakes from Blake's Burger. Available for a limited time. 
If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Visit any of their stores today or shop online at AmericanHome.com. From the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center, I'm Bobby G. Welcome to Advanced Bracketology Studies. This skill is a life skill, which could net you a million dollars. We assume that was a college course. We didn't exactly finish college. The Million Dollar Bracket Challenge is back. A perfect bracket nets you a million. 60 games or more will still pay out 10 grand. The Million Dollar Bracket Challenge is brought to you locally by Petrie Buick GMC. Only Petrie promises to work harder for you. Get details online now at sportsanimalabq.com. Forget about payback and take the under. I'm Joe Ostrowski here to help you beat the books with BetQL. The Magic and Pacers play for the second time this week, and Orlando won the first matchup by 16. Forget the side and look to the under. The BetQL model has under 232 as a five-star best bet. These two combined for just 222 points the other night, and this one is projected for 225 and a half. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Is that spring you're feeling in the air? It certainly is. Time to get out, be active, and get moving. Guys, how you feeling? It's Jeff Symbieta. And gentlemen, are you ready for spring? If not, if you're tired too often, feeling sluggish, put on a few too many pounds, or even you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, give New Male a call. New Male helps men all over the country deal with these very natural things. The number is 505-652-1688, or you can go online at NewMail. That's N-U-M-A-L-E dot com. Why are so many men visiting NuMail? Because it works. NuMail utilizes its industry-leading testosterone replacement to help men deal with these very natural symptoms. Fellas, reality is as you age, there's a really good chance you're going to be affected by these things, but you don't have to succumb to them. Call NuMail at 505-652-1688 and take care of it. NuMail's right here in Albuquerque. They're convenient. And it works. That's the beauty. The results are real. Call New Mail at 505-652-1688. That's 505-652-1688. Or visit NewMail.com and feel better. Alliance Mortgage Solutions is your new and local solution to all your mortgage and financing problems. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or just want to refinance the home you have, you have to give your neighbors at Alliance Mortgage Solutions a call. They've got everything you need to save hundreds per month on your mortgage. Like a new program where you can drop your mortgage insurance with only 10% down. That could save you hundreds every month. Get a free analysis today at 505-420-6100 or learn more at AllianceMortgageSolutions.com. Alliance Mortgage Solutions cares so much about passing savings on to their customers, they even offer a down payment assistance program to those who qualify. Let your neighbors at Alliance Mortgage Solutions give you a grant to help with a down payment on your new home. You don't even have to pay it back. Learn more and find out if you qualify today. For friendly and local solutions to all your mortgage and financing problems, just call Alliance Mortgage Solutions at 505-420-6100 or visit AllianceMortgageSolutions.com. 
The Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce is the small business chamber of New Mexico with over a thousand members representing a diverse business community. Are you a creative thinker into creative economy or tech looking to help grow a woman-owned business? A young entrepreneur looking to expand your business? The Hispano Chamber's for you. Join today and experience all the benefits of membership and make your plans to be at La Noche Encantada, our state's largest black tie event, March 12th. There are only a few seats left. Visit ahcnm.org for more details. The Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce. Join, connect, thrive. The Opening Drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Bob. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. More Major League Baseball talk. So we've been breaking down the ever-developing story of why Major League Baseball owners and the Major League Baseball Players Association just can't figure out a way to get along being reported van that post midnight two nights ago so you can either call it tuesday a.m or monday night i don't care what verbiage you use okay thank you okay that the owners in this back and forth between the major league baseball player association and the owners they were sneaking things into contracts last minutely so they would send a copy Obviously, there'd be a response from the players. And then the next copy that went back would have stuff inserted without mention. Right. This is not good faith negotiation. That's the opposite of good faith negotiation. (sighs) This is MLB making the assumption that they are dealing with idiots. Yeah, dumb jock. That's what you do when you try to take advantage of an idiot. (sighs) I do not believe... Max Scherzer, and Paul Goldschmidt to be idiots. No. Do I think I might be able to outscore them on a wonderlick? Maybe. I don't have the 1799 to tell you. We need to get a copy of the real wonderlick. So it, it's it's not that easy. Well, duh. So it's actually a program. Are you familiar with this? So when you answer a wonderlick question, let's say the difficulty of the question is one through five, Okay. So the first question, you get a question level one. And if you get it right, then you get advanced to question level two. And if you get that right, then you get advanced to question level three. Now, if you get that one right, you go to four. But let's say you didn't. You got that one wrong. You go back down to level two. Okay. So what it is, it's an ever-raising scale of difficulty. So the guys who get 50s, they get a level one, two, three, four, and then they stay at five. The whole way. The whole way. And I think it's actually a scale of like – 1 to 10 or 1 to 11, but you get the, the idea here. And that's why it's such a like an interesting test because it doesn't just show like your general knowledge of things. It shows like your advanced knowledge of things too if you maintain, well, correct answers. Well, I was wondering why my test got progressively easier every question. Because you kept, yeah. Because I kept getting it wrong. Every time. And the next question was easier. So in, I think my last question was just, do you like stuff? Yes. Spell your name. And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can for real get – you can get 25 questions right in the Wonderlic, but if you got 25 wrong, like, like in the order you got them wrong, then that's a lower score than if you get 24 wrong in a row and then get 25 right in a row because it's a 50-question test. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. So if you get every other one, it's a lower score than if you m- blow them all and then only get top shelf ones all the way up. 
Kind of crazy. It is crazy. It's a real smart test. But baseball players don't have to take it. Also, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. A lot of professional athletes ends up super broke after they get done playing. It's a, it's a high percent. Isn't it crazy? So for an owner to be like, hey, I think actually we can, we can put a fast one on these idiots. I get that idea. I get that they think that. You got to try, right? You, they're trying everything else. Anything they could do to win. Anything they could do to break the spirit of the Players Association they're trying to do. Why not be dishonest and shady? That's another tactic. Why not try that one? I don't get it. This sport is more about the players, and now we're seeing the younger players and the system that's probably been still through the same system they used so, in the 70s. And that's an interesting point you're bringing up too, Mike, because we'll use like the 94 season. That Toronto Blue Jays team should have won the World Series in 94. Canceled. Season canceled. Right well, now? I think the Houston Astros would have won. Okay, I mean, I, Jeff Bagwell got the MVP, you know. They were doing very well that year. Of course you think that. Without cheating, even. Allegedly. But similar to Toronto fan base of baseball. <laughs> they have what I believe to be the most exciting team in baseball right now. And you're taking that away from fan. Fan right now cannot see the 2022 Toronto Blue Jays. And that is bogus because they have potential to be one of the most exciting, entertaining teams in the history of the game. They're taking games away from them. They're taking games away from everybody. Yeah. And this is a thing, and I completely agree with all these. Like, baseball has worked for so long to try to grow their sport and make it more exciting for the casual fan. We got Fernando Tatis Jr. We got Juan Soto. We got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So many exciting young players. It's reinvigorating interest in baseball. And here they just, no thanks. I don't want it. And it, and it goes way beyond the negotiations with the players' union and baseball. Look, the two spring training areas, Florida and Arizona, right, where the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League is, mm -hmm. it is crippling the economy. A lot You're, of those businesses depend on the revenue from these eight weeks, three months. And then way beyond that, the whole neighborhoods around ballparks. You're hurting everyday people. The waitress at the bar across the street from the ballpark. The, the family who sells hot dogs. The yeah. guys who sell t-shirts. Even, even the guy who hawks tickets on the corner. You're, you're hurting a whole economy just by your greed. Well, it's also a bit greater than that, too, though, because it's well, – let's use, like, the facilities as an example. I mean, there's – they employ hundreds – and hundreds and hundreds of people. Yes. Like, that sucks. And, I'm, and I'll sit here and be like, cool, they might not get spring training in March, but they'll get it in April. That's me talking out loud. Is that true, though? Is it? Because the only way this, strike in, this lockout ends is if the players give in. And the players, and they shouldn't, they're not going to give in. You've gone this far. Yeah. It, it seems like they've gotten paid for their performance or their six years of being with the team of service and then free agency, but they're not getting the fair market value that they're worth. I get why, you know, they would they would dig their heels in on this one. A hundred percent. And uh, the players' association did a very smart thing after the last uh, strike slash lockout, is they started a pooled trust. So players on the lower socioeconomic scale, especially you guys who are on the forty man roster who are getting 
still getting paid minor league amounts of money, they have a pooled trust where you can get life expenditures from. And I think it's as much as 5000 a week. It could be 5000 a month. I just briefly read this article yesterday. But seeing the future of baseball and knowing from the last strike, knowing from the last lockout that this was going to be impending again, they had the foresight so to is start this, this trust. Is this a borrow against or this is just a given to you? It's given to you. Okay. Yeah. Everyone everyone contributes like point zero two five percent out of what they make and then over the years it's it's in the hundreds of millions now. They invest it, so exactly. so on and so on. Yes. But is there anything in that trust that's not allowing me to have the final season of Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina and St. Louis Cardinals jerseys? Cause you know, I'm being real honest right now. That hurts my heart. Yeah, that that hurts. Cause they're done after this. They also have a chance to set the Major League Baseball record for starts as a battery. Like, that to me is a really big deal as a Cardinals fan. That to me is a really big deal as a Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright fan. Even just a general baseball fan. Yeah. See You're, how long they've been doing it together at a high level? History is getting ruined because of this. Obviously, I always take it back to the Cardinals because that's Natural, where my heart of lies. Course. But, yes, and I want my Astros to get another championship to redeem the cheating, which they haven't done yet, even though they've been in the championship series five years in a row, and it's an unprecedented run. It's only happened three times in the history of baseball, but I need more. I need it this year, and I need it friggin' now. Hear me out on this, too. Okay. During these negotiations and these proposals, how is it not just a shared Google Doc? Yeah. Like, why are you physically running hard copies back and forth? What is this? What is this? Labor negotiations? So is Jimmy Hoffa there? Me and you open a Google Doc right now, I can literally see where your cursor is. Right. You can see where mine is. Yellow highlight for changes. Like, what is, what are we doing? While it is an upper echelon dick move, the MLB putting extra stipulations in at the last minute is hilarious. It's comical that they thought they could get away with it. It just shows a real lack of good faith. Well, the Chris Bryant story, that's the one that gets me because that's where the, all this falls Oh, in. the arbitration stuff? Yeah. Yep. Because I think the owners in the front offices complicate that matter. They really twist it. Between this and the Ukraine, I need something. <laughs> In a video game, <laughs> I need something positive. I have no idea what the most popular video game is right now. It's called Elden Ring. I think it's brand new. Okay. It's not Halo. And the new Halo series comes out later this month. I'm excited about that. It's on Paramount+. Plus. I'm going to watch everything about that. I thought Elden Ring was a Lord of the Rings thing. I had no idea it was a video game. It might be a video game about Lord of the Rings. I do believe <laughs> it's Swords and Sandals. I think it's of that genre. You got to take it easy with swords and sandals. It got heavy there for a while. You got to pace yourself. Yeah. You're going to you're going to oversaturate the market like superhero stuff. I think swords and sandals already had its heyday. Oh, it's yeah, never going too. away. But it's, it's see, never it's going away. It's always popular though, you're right. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to go away. I just I feel like the early 2000s were really the swords and sandals days. Like after Gladiator and Lord of the Rings and all those came out, you had everything. I'm also a big sci-fi guy, I think, but I don't like admit it. But I hate dinosaur movies. Well, you're speaking directly about Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. Jurassic Park is basically a dinosaur movie about people building Phoenix. 
the sheer audacity, audacity yeah. that you keep doing this over and over again. They keep getting out. They keep eating your friends and family. Quit doing it. Let's go away and then come back. Thank you to Electric Playoffs for being a part of what we do. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, boys. Buffalo Bills fan. About to delete all their Twitter history, Van. Why do you say that, man? Every bad thing they ever said about Rob Gronkowski. I don't want that dug back up. Just because. Just Rob, because. Rob Gronkowski absolutely tortured you for more than a decade doesn't mean you won't automatically flip to Team Gronk if he's on your squad. Oh, you will. A hundred percent. But you cannot have in your search history all those things that you said about Rob Gronkowski for all those years he was in New England destroying you. Josh Allen going to have a field day with Rob Gronkowski out there. That's going to be fun. He's from New York. He's from that area. He grew up a Bills fan. Like, it's the perfect fit. Yeah, but there's going to be a lot of back, lot of backtracking. <laughs> like, yeah, every fan. Like, you'll still get that one guy that's like, you know, Gronk Fonk. And you'd be like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Bill's Mafia. All right. Bill's Mafia will find a way to, like, get $8.70 donated to a charity 10,000 times. And it'll end up being the best story ever somehow through this because that's what they do. Gronkowski fits so perfectly with Bill's Mafia. He fits so. Mwah. Perfectly with Bill's mom. Going up with his WWE championship. The wrestling culture, the party culture, jumping through tables, trolling people, doing kind things unexpectedly. He is going to slide in perfectly. Yeah, except you forgot about one like very important fact. He'll hear Josh Allen call a play and he'll go, That's not Tom Brady's voice. <laughs> he won't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Josh Allen be like, hey, man, next time you run that out, you got to hit it a little quicker. You're not my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> where's Tom? Where's Tom? Where's, where, where's number 12? I miss him. Now the mass exodus with the Buccaneers continues now. Also, a couple years ago, wasn't there, like, before he went to Bo- before he went to Tampa, wasn't that, like, the conversation? Like, they should have got him then? Yeah, he was being courted. By Buffalo, then you know, the problem didn't have Josh Allen. Then they did, but he wasn't Josh Allen yet. You are correct, that's yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah, because he's going to cost them a lot of money for just a backup, really. All right, I'm gonna tell you what it is. I have the perfect analogy for this, it just hit me. All right, you remember when the Dallas Cowboys were like, We hate Terrell Owens, we hate the 49ers, everything about Terrell Owens is the worst. Uh-huh. He's he's worse than my stepdad, mm-hmm. and then. Dallas Cowboys got Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. And Terrell Owens was a saint. He had never done anything wrong in his life. And for him to be able to wear the star on the side of his helmet was the biggest deal of all time. Bust out the popcorn. And then Terrell, It's showtime. Then Terrell Owens went to Philly. <laughs> and they hated him again. And he's the worst thing that's ever walked the earth. 
That's what this is going to be in Buffalo. They're going to love Gronk for one year, and then they're going to hate him again. Retirement or otherwise. I think it's a perfect fit. I think it's a match made in heaven. I just assumed after they won the Super Bowl and Tom Brady retired, Gronk would retire too. Mm-hmm. They get to go to the Hall of – they're both obviously first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, they should go in together. You're right. They should right. go in together they as a throw tandem. They should at the at the induction ceremony, whole thing. Yeah. Or Tom Brady, a la his Super Bowl championship celebration in Tampa, just chunk his yeah. bust across the stage to, to Gronk. And I say forget the five-year waiting period for Tom Brady. Just put him in now. Now. Forget. I, zero, I have zero interest in waiting. Well, he has like three Hall of Fame careers. If you go like seven, eight, seven in his career. They all get in. Each one of yeah. them are a Hall of Fame career. So why don't you let him in three times? The value of Rob Gronkowski is also every New England Patriots fan going, no, 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 no. I mean, it's red, white, and blue. He's not going to be that confused, I don't think. You still got that playbook from Bill Belichick? He's got to memorize as long That's as he was there. Saying. Oh, sure. There's a ton of value in that. Hey, in him and a very capable Dawson Knox, that's a problem for a defense. Dawson Knox is already amazing. He's very good. Him and Gronk together is trouble. More trouble to come after this. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. Six o'clock. Welcome to your car if you're out of the office. Welcome to the show if you're joining us. I'm going to go sports adjacent for a second. You cool with that? You know I dig it. So I think I've talked to you about this. Uh, every conversation we've had off air for the last one weeks, mm-hmm. I, I'm i just obsessed with Russia, Ukraine. I'm what's, obsessed. what's going on in the world? Right. How could you not be? Especially how well it's going for Ukraine. Allegedly. That's a Shyamalan twist I did not expect. So apparently Ukraine today found in one of the like broken down tanks, because I guess that's a new thing. Tanks, yeah. yeah. Often, that they found like a like a plan of war or whatever, and it was like, hey, war will take sixteen days. Nope, it's going to take way longer than that from the uh, viewpoint of Russia. Very George W. Bush moment right there. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> so anyway, so as I start absorbing all these stories, I'm like telling you about them. I'm like. I'm like, hey, what about this thing? You know, what about St. Petersburg? What about the IOC? What about tennis? What about Formula One? What about ice hockey? What about judo? What about fencing? What about rugby? What about badminton? What about taekwondo? What about swimming? What about equestrian sports and curling and all these other sports that have just banned Russia from ever competing again, you know, less like significant changes? And you were like, dog, you didn't even hear the best story. Yeah. Give me the best story. <laughs> so what it you were saying... You said it's frozen in front of you? That's the And I legit forgot this guy's name. That's the I, I forgot this guy's name in two hours and two minutes. <laughs> Richard Childers. Thank you. Childress. NASCAR team owner Richard Childress offers count them one million rounds of ammunition to the Ukraine to help them defend their country. How many rounds? One million. Not one million in ruble. 
the actual number one million. Actually, strike that, reverse it. One million in ruble would be a lot more than one million. This is the craziest story I've ever seen. So, Richard Childress, who famously owns Childress Racing, is donating a million rounds of ammunition to Ukraine to help with the war against Russia, he announced today. He's currently also on the board of directors for Ammo, Inc., okay? So he said he called the chairman. He was like, listen, here's what I want to do. And they're like, it's kind of a lot of money in bullets. They're like, I don't care. I'll cover the cost. Send these bullets over. Now, I'm going to be real transparent with you here, boys. I don't know anything about bullets. I don't know what gun uses what bullets. I don't know how universal bullets are. Are they proprietary to guns? Like, I don't have these answers. Michael, you would know a little bit about this. There's like a lot of different types of ammunition, correct? Oh, yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, like hundreds, right? Depends on the hardware you're using, what system you're using. And that's why, like, like countries like Russia, for example, they'll use the same machine gun for decades because it can be used with ammunition that is still around. You could throw it in the, the in the water and pick it up and fire, and it fires better than an AR-15. What are we talking about, the Russian gun? The AK-47 is the best in the world. You can beat it up, and it'll still fire. I'm looking up AK-47. I don't know what that is. That's, um... Oh, this is the famous the one. I'm yeah. real... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen this in movies. in the world. This is the Rambo one. All right, so this gun... And hear me out here. Maybe I don't know anything about guns and bullets, because I really don't. But if I'm on the other team of guns and bullets, I don't think I want to have bullets that can be used in the other team's gun. I want to have like my own proprietary bullet that only fits my gun. That way, in case I come across like someone who wants to take my bullets, they're not going to work in your gun. Or is that, is that a dumb mindset? Well, I mean, there's tons of different types. So if you have a lacking knowledge, it will probably blow up in your hand. That's kind of what happens when you got the wrong ammunition in a gun. It just misfires. Wait, you're talking about sabotaging bullets? No. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, if you don't have an understanding of what ammunition goes into what gun, and you're just like, that looks right, click. That is me. It will blow up in your hand. I just Googled how much one million rounds of ammunition is worth, and I just got transferred over to the Department of Homeland Security's homepage, and they're like, "Uh, you're on our list now. Do they give you an answer, though? <laughs> it depends on the type, right? Because I know, there's, like I said, there's different types. I own one gun. I'm like a gun owner. I own one gun. And I know what bullet it uses, and you could not put that bullet in like a like assault rifle. It would not work. It's like a littler bullet. Sure. Childress says, I don't know how I'm going to get the ammunition over to the Ukraine yet, but I'm going to get it there. Right. I mean, that's the, a logistical nightmare, getting stuff in. It's, but apparently from everything east, or excuse me, everything west, it's not that hard. Yeah, because Russia is only going from like uh, Crimea. Which is south. Up through Kiev. Yeah. And then to Belarusia. So like the, the north or eastern and northeastern part, they're not even bothering with the west. Yeah, yeah, well, they can can't get to the almost you It's almost go, business as usual. Yeah, you well, can go west into Romania. And well, also apparently... Like and I don't I don't know if what I'm saying is sensitive at all, but I'm going to say it the way I understand it. 
there's like a call to the motherland for Ukraine, the motherland of Ukraine, not Russia. Yes. So where Ukrainians from all around the world are returning to the Ukraine in mass. Also, and I don't know if this is sensitive, but I'm just going to say this phrasing, soldiers of fortune? Yeah. Are also going to the Ukraine. Discount rates. At discount rates because they don't like Russians. Yeah, like Former these guys French uh, Foreign suck. Legion. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh, they were known now during World War II to be very, the Ukrainians to be very stubborn fighters. You know why I'm thinking about going over there? Give Velichikov autographs. Who? Is that his name? Did I blow that joke? The boxer? Vladim- Vladimir Klitschko. Klitschko. Oh, I blew. Klitschko, brother. <laughs> Klitschko brothers. Or, Lo- or Lomachenko. I just saw Van's face. Urisk. Urisk. That is so ballsy. Oh, it's insanely. It's not like. You're protecting your meat market yeah. on the corner, and there's no way. This has been my homeland for generations. Millionaire athletes who don't even live in Ukraine anymore are dropping everything they're doing to go fight on the front lines. If that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. Current mayor of Kiev, Vitaly Klitschko. Kiev. I said, come on, boys. And there's a handful of guys, if they call you, like if you're Ukrainian, if they call on you, you're like, yeah, I go. Yeah, for sure. That's he, the sport, too. Elon Musk set up his uh, cell tower. In five minutes. It's yeah. incredible. He immediately moved. God, I want almost called it Skynet. Yeah, Skynet. <laughs> it's the new version of Skynet. Just moved it right on top of Ukraine. Boom. Free internet for everybody. Go crazy. You Hear me out here. Because okay. hey, war is the worst. Everything, Not good. Everything about war sucks. Sure. If you're listening to this program right now and you're like, hey, actually, Freddie, I'm pretty pro-war. No. No. No, you're not. The band is awesome. What is it good for? Lowrider? You're mixing the song Named War with the band Named War. Well, I got that the first time. That's okay. So here's the one, though, boys. This is the whole thing I wanted to get to. Okay. Counter-Strike Global Offensive. That sounds like a war term, right? Isn't that a video game? It's a video game. Okay. And it's the most popular video game in Russia, and they just shut it down. They're shutting down everything. It is done. They're shutting down everything. There is no more video games. It's done. They're even getting rid of the vodka when it comes west. A lot of countries are throwing out their Russian vodka. No, they're throwing it as Molotov cocktails. Yeah, that's By the way... If you're about to do this in America, call me. I'll come get it. Smirnoff isn't Russian. Smirnoff is made here. Stolichnia so is. Don't think, don't think that you're doing some amazing gesture for the Ukraine people by pouring out bottles yeah. of vodka that are made in the United States. It's okay to drink your Tito's. We get the gesture. Your absolute, your Grey Gooses, your Kettle Ones, your New Amsterdam's, your Skies. It's all here. Hey, how about? You just go down the street and get a bottle of our friend of the show, Teller. Teller makes a fantastic vodka. And that's a non-paid advertisement. I just like it. I'm a big watermelon walk-off guy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm drinking this summer. That's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> it's a bold-faced lie. I'm going to have one every time. It's not all I'm drinking. I'm going to have one at every game I go to. For sure. Every Ice Tubs game I go to, I'm going to have one. It's the best deal in the city. They get a little two-for-one action. A little two-for-one. There's two drinks in every can. Joining me on the program tomorrow for a stolting of the isotopes because 
Uh, well, tickets are on sale, boys. You're going to be able to go to the games. Get them tickets. Absolute Vodka is made in Sweden. Ciroc is made in France. Grey Goose is made in France. Sky is made here. Smirnoff is made here. I don't know what Stoli is. Have you ever heard of Stoli? Stolichnia. Stolichnia. Okay, it's made in Latvia. Svedka is made in Sweden. Tito's obviously is made here. There you go. I got that list for you. Austin, Texas. Also, don't eat borscht. Borscht sucks. We talk about this all the time. It's cold soup. Is there a good Russian food? <sighs> Probably a pastry that we're not thinking of. I'm trying really hard. I, I, I'm I being, I can't off the top of my head. I'm telling you. Oh, oh, no, we're being caviar? stupid. No, beef stroganoff. I like beef stroganoff all day. Russian is that Russian? Is, is, is a delicacy. I thought stroganoff was. How is stroganoff not Russian? Did you hear the name of the word I said? Stroganoff? That's got to be Russian. You just want to keep saying stroganoff. That's it's... what you're doing. There... <laughs> but now that you're saying it, what, what are those little pancakes they eat? Those are called something. Potato latkes. Bellinis? Potato, potato pancakes. That's big in that culture. Yeah, those are big. But beef stroganoff slaps. Russian food is very much there, like English and old American food. There are zero Russian restaurants. It's very lame. Well, a lot of potatoes, don't forget. Are there any restaurant restaurants in Albuquerque? I would think I couldn't name one. And by the way, we're not talking smack to you Russian person. Actual person. Oh, God, no. Uh, it's the government. We know you don't want this either. Uh-uh. You don't want this, regular Russian people. Nice, normal family in Russia. You don't want to kill a bunch of your neighbors yeah. who look exactly like you. We're only talking. Sound exactly like you. We're only talking to oligarchs. Yes, that thing. <laughs> Sports hate Russia. And I'm now, hey, if I do have to pick because baseball is done. I'm going to pick Richard Childress of NASCAR. Like, if I have to go over to NASCAR to become a fan, that's the one I'm going to – is Childress Racing. Hey, hey, Their most famous food, borscht, originated in Ukraine. You losers. Ha! <laughs> Alanis Morissette would call that something. She'd call it ironic. Don't you think? Chisholm Trail RV is a friend of the program, and the thing that's so exciting about them is they got we got some stuff in the works, boys. Just all I'm saying is big announcements coming for the Lobos. That's all I'm saying. You want to party with your boys? Also, I'm currently moving, so I might end up in a fifth wheel. I mean, that's a real thing. I haven't really talked about that on air. I just think it'd be kind of a fun adventure in my life. Not a bad I'm, thing. A lot of people are doing it now, and they're retiring and living in those, and those are nice. We did, we did our show from the YMCA on Monday, yep. the McLeod branch, and there was a guy who lived in a bus. He was just there working out. He converted a whole bus. He lives in it. He's got a shower and a kitchen and a living room, bedroom, all in like a bus. If I were to do that and create like a YouTube channel and like an Etsy on how I did everything, I feel like I could become like more or less regionally famous in that world. I could become adjacent to famous in the I live in a converted bus world. From the texter, a nice looking Russian chick. Well, I mean, duh. I mean, of course, that's a, that's a, a great thing about Russia is. They're beautiful women. Just Especially people. in the Ukraine. We talked about this earlier this week. There's two things in Russia yeah. that I really care for. Their historical architecture. And their roulette game. And their beautiful women. Oh, I thought I had it. Yeah. 
Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. So today, Van, the PGA Tour gave the Player Impact Program Award mm-hmm. to Tiger Woods for impacting the game. Who hasn't played in quite some time. And didn't have a single competitive round in 2021, actually. Not a one. Hasn't played in quite some time and is still the most influential golf- golfer worthy of an $8 million bonus. Eight mil. So much money. Oh, sure, but it's not. It's not at all. For Tiger Woods. Not even. All right. So eight million, how many zeros is that? Six? Yes. Put another one on there. Put two more on there. Because that's how much money Tiger's brought into the game of golf. Right. The reason eight million exists is because Tiger exists. Jack Nicholson never earned six million in his whole career. That is correct. I think it's amazing how he hasn't been on the course in two years. And he's still the most influential golfer. The most Googled, the most talked about on the news. Well, a lot of people, a lot of friends of this show play golf. Yeah. Cool. Invite me out sometime, guys. The thing about golf, though, is it's the exact same as pool league or bowling. Like, a lot of people do those things, too, but no one talks about them. Mm -hmm. If you go by Silva Lanes right now, that parking lot's packed. It's packed every night of the week. I only know because I drive by it every day so I get, when, I, when I go to my lady's house. And I, I bowl like once a year. It's fun every time. Yeah, every time. It's fun every time. And there are guys who are in leagues. You can get a bag and a ball and a, and a towel for 120 bucks, and you can have a year's worth of fun. That's a very good deal. Sure. The only thing about that's different to me with like darts and, and billiards and bowling and golf is that Tiger Woods chose to play golf. Because those other sports aren't sexy. But I'm telling you, just as many people play them. Watch a British showing of darts. Oh, it's so good. 501 League yep. with like 10,000 people there. 180. That, Vital, is three triple 20s in a row. Three triple 20s in a row. Which doesn't happen a ton. No. But when it does, whoo. You go bonkers. Bonkers. You know when the guy got the hole-in-one at the, the Wasted Management Open? It's like that every time someone gets a 180 and televised darts. They just throw beer in the air. The crowd goes bonkers. It is so much fun. I stumbled across it accidentally in the middle of the night one night. Did you know one British guy? No, no, no. I didn't know it was a big deal, even if I've known a British guy for over a decade. He never mentioned it at all. Never came up in conversation how big it is there. Tiger Woods, if he so chooses, and I imagine he will, will remain a spokesperson for professional golf until the day he can no longer speak. Uh, Yeah. And no matter what amount of money he charges golf for that service, it's not the amount of money he brings into golf. Golf can do no wrong with Tiger Woods. No, even what he's gone through. He's survived two different just absolutely career crippling controversies 
bounced right back. Immediately bounced back. So trans- because of who he is, and but and also so transformative of the sport. Yeah, yeah. Because as controversial as he's been, that's how transformative he has been. I'd say he's more transformative than he was controversial, and it's not even close. The amount of money that he infused into the PGA Tour and all the other tours worldwide. Yeah. The, their purses in one year went up four times. After three years, the purses were ten times bigger. And that's all the Tiger effect. Tiger has done more, in my opinion, for golf than every professional golfer in the history of the game combined. And I'm not trying to say that like it's hyperbole, but I think it's true. You can smash every other golfer together, and it is not even a low percent of the amount of movement that Tiger has put on the needle. You're so very correct right Yeah. Now. You're so very – I just peeled my brain apart trying to think of somebody even close. And it's it's probably Happy Gilmore second. Also, if you – like this program, this $8 million whatever, whatever player impact program, uh-huh. this is to spotlight like people who like positively impact golf through social media. Tiger don't post. Tiger is so big – then when he do, shh, game has changed. Like today, where he threw shade at Phil Mickelson because Phil Mickelson thought he was going to be the most influential golfer this year. What is this, 10.22 a.m. today? Phil Mickelson says, I'd like to thank all the crazies and real supporters, too, for helping me win the PIP. No. To get the second half of the money, I have to add an event. I haven't played in in a while. See you in Kapulaula. P.S. I'll try and find another hot, controversial topic soon. You Shut up. That's not real. That really happened. It's on his official Twitter? Ten, his official twi- uh, Twitter at 1020 this morning, and then the announcement came out like an hour later that Tiger won the PIP award, and Tiger just retweeted Phil Mickelson and said, He did not. Whoops. He did not. He just said, whoops. Oh, I'm looking right at it. He did. Oh. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Hey, no one's done more for the history of golf than Tiger Woods. Has a golfer ever had a worse two weeks than Phil Mickelson? Oh, my God. The Saudi stuff and now this. Oh, Phil. Oh, hefty lefty. You're on a bad streak. Oh, this makes me feel so bad. It's bad. He's so dumb. You couldn't have waited an hour. You couldn't have waited an hour. And by the way, he got second place. He still got paid, too. Couldn't have waited an hour. You know they told Phil like two weeks ago, they were like, you're the winner. You're going to win, bro. We lied. (laughs) Just to embarrass you again, you fool. Also... I mean, you give me $8 million, that's like life-altering money. I'm going to figure everything out. Tiger don't care about $8 million. You should donate it to any sort of group that is opposite Phil Mickelson beliefs. Have to. To journalists? Donate it to journalists in Saudi Arabia? Oh, some anti-Saudi type fun? Yeah. Yeah. That's what Tiger of 15 years ago would have done. 
Tiger when he hated Phil in his documentary? I don't see why he doesn't do it now. I mean, he already trolled him online. Might as well troll him with the money, too. All right, hear me out. Okay. I got a plan. Okay. Tiger buys hefty trash bags, okay? And he renames them Phil Mickelson trash bags. Mm Mm-hmm. Keeps the same logo, same colors, same everything. Who makes hefty trash bags? It's just, I think it's just hefty. And you sell them in Ned Flanders Leftorium only? Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's so terrible. Can you even get those at Walmarts? Are those only like hardware store ones? I really don't. I'm I'm being serious again. Hefty bags? Is hefty at, like the Walmart? It's got to be at the Walmart. They're everywhere, right? Hefty is like the big trash bag. Everywhere. They're the big ones here. Yeah. I think they're the big dogs. They're not like just industrial? No, I don't think so. I'm not a trash bag expert for sure, but I think they're everywhere. All right. So according to the internet, Glad is the number one trash bag. That makes sense. But Hefty is, I mean, Hefty's. Like number two? Yeah, it's number two. Are they the Phil Mickelson of trash bags? Oh, that's so good. All right, so listen to this. Here's a neat thing. Ooh, okay. So the top five selling trash bags, you never would have guessed this, what number one is. Number one? Yeah, guess number one. Grand value. Amazon brand. Uh, Amazon Essentials. Amazon. Has, I didn't think they had that Should have went there first instead of Walmart. People. That's how much the day, I mean, Michael, in your 60 years, have you ever seen this much innovation? No, it's incredible. It's incredible. The creativity when uh, you have a pandemic. <laughs> Kirtland is on the list, and that's the... That's, that's a good brand. Kirtland's Costco, that's right? Costco, Costco brand, yeah. yes. Little K-Sig? K-Sig action? I got more Major League Baseball to get out of my system. Do it after this? Sure, why not? Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Team. When's the last time you sent, like, a letter? Like a handwritten letter. It was pre-COVID, but it's not as long as you think it was. I mean, not, like, sending a birthday card and just say, love whoever, happy birthday, not that. You mean a rational letter. letter. Yeah. Yeah, letter. yeah, a proper letter. It's been wow. a few years. All right, boys, help me write one out here real quick. Okay. To be fair. Dearest. No, not to be fair. Dearest Robert. You doing Robert Buck D. Gibson, or are you talking about Robert Manfred? Robert Manfred. Okay. You have besieged the game, you have besieged the game of baseball. Hold on, let me Google beseech real quick. Besmirched, I think is the word I wanted. You have betrayed its traditions. Help me out here, guys. I'm going to do a lot of me, a lot of I statements, not we. Oh, no, I'm accusatory in the opening paragraph. You hurt my (laughs) feelings. That's coming next. Make it personal. This is how I feel. Please help me continue my attack on Rob Manfred, and then we will bring in (laughs) our emotions after that. All right, first off, you look funny. Yeah, oh, good one. Like, you legit look really weird. I hate your stinking guts. Oh, wait, that's the second You look like the amalgamation of every bad guy Dexter's ever killed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I challenge you to a duel. (laughs) You look like the evil scientists on every 
B movie that gets shown on uh, Voodoo mm-hmm. or Tubi. You're a Tubi level bad guy. You're not even a good bad guy. May the Lord, Albert Pujols, have mercy on your soul. <laughs> In nome de Padre, de Fili, de Spirito Santo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what needs to happen, though. Like an old-fashioned, an old-fashioned, get them. Like, just send all the letters. And just write, and you know what? Like, similar to when people leave reviews for the podcast, everything's at TalkABQ. Check that on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. But if me and you just sat down right now and hand wrote out, like, the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides. Like, that's what you have to do. And you just give it. They don't care. That's the problem. They don't care. By the inquietities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men, blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. You know the Bible. For oh, Samuel, funny, funny enough, Samuel L. Jackson. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I'm writing it out by hand to you, Robert Manfred. <laughs> So on, so on, so on. When I lay my vengeance upon thee, you will know <laughs> my name is also Manfred. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> by the Say way, what again, the, Robert? By the way, uh, Vital, Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. Not a real passage. Not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. No, I didn't think it would be. Tarantino wrote that one. It's brilliant. This bit was supposed to be on... NBA players in support of Major League Baseball, but instead I think it's on hate mail that we should write. Let's do it. That's what I'm saying. We need a campaign. Us at Two Men On here, 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal, part of CBS Sports and the Cumulus Media Networks. Nah, I don't think they're listening. Like even, even, <laughs> if I, even if I say it like that, they still don't care. We need... You need to find like that piece that hits with them. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying it's something that's already a gift. You know, mm. you're not. He's not going to open up a letter and be like, four score and seven years ago. Like, that's not going to work. But you need like the what is the thing? You're right. It already worked once. Yeah. Wait. Well, it's not. Yeah. You can't, yeah. can't go to the well in that sure, one again. Sure. If you write it like a child, would they get him to? Open oh, zodiac it up? handwriting. You're talking about zodiac handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> or like a it's ransom not note. That far. Magazine cutout ransom note. That might resonate. Also, there's something to be said about being so angry that you can't write cohesive thought. You this all are, comes out as you are bad psychobabble. Yeah. You know when you read like a obviously it's social media now, but when you read like a comment or something from someone, and you know when they were typing it, they have their teeth clenched. Mm. Like I want to convey mm-hmm. that through written word in a letter. Instead of yelling in all caps, like teeth clenching is like every other word's in italics. You're like, <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Dear Darla, the- I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You're scum between my toes. 
Love Alfalfa. You only have to change one name there. <laughs> Send. Is Mailman listening? Here's what we do. We call Mailman. Uh-huh. We say, listen, we got all these letters. Send it over. <laughs> and if you did it right, if you did it in a way that was like kind like adjacent to threatening, like don't send threatening letters. That's weird. But send adjacent ones. Okay. Dear Rob. Good start. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. That's a very good. <laughs> I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. Mm-hmm. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Mm-hmm. But he's gone cold and wondering why. You get the joke. Dear Rob. <laughs> I know I wrote the addresses on them perfect. <laughs> You could also take, like, the sage advice approach. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Yeah. Let me finish. I'll be the biggest fan you'll ever lose. Sincerely yours, Van. Nice. <laughs> P.S. We should be together, too. <laughs> you could say this one. I forgot how long this song was. Only raindrops on my window. Dido sued Eminem after Stan. Do you guys know this story? Yeah. So Dido got paid $1 million. Fair amount of money if you ask your boy. A lot of money. And part of the deal was she can never come back for more royalties when using that, for Eminem using that song. She tried to come back from royalties, and because of the paperwork, Eminem now owns that song. Mm -hmm. Whoopsie. So hear me out. We write this letter. Robert. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> you think what's going on in Ukraine is something? Yeah. You ain't seen nothing P- yet. P.S. I have the high ground. Like what, like, what can you do? Somebody just needs, there, there needs to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi to lead Rob Manfred away from the dark side. Although he failed, bad analogy. There needs to be, uh, oh my God, I forgot his first name, Khan, Jaguars owner. Who's the Shad- MLB version of Shad, Shad Khan? Oh, there is not one. There's not one. N- there's no other version of Shad Khan. There's, no, own- Al- there's no Al Davis there's in MLB. Own- there's no Shad Khan in MLB. There's no Mark Cuban in MLB. It's all the exact same dude. Man, there is no Dana, only Shad Khan. <laughs> I had a good one and I lost it because I was kind of come up with a Ghostbusters joke. I just, I just hate Rob Manfred more than anything, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do to convey that articulately. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to hire the Mesquite Market. What is that? To build a. Oh God, it's getting so late. My poor brain. A pinata. <laughs> A pinata that looks just like Rob Manfred. Manfred. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get the Mesquite Market to make a Rob Manfred pinata, and we can all take turns letting out all of our frustrations. It's, did you From guys the ever texter? Yeah. Speaking of letters, 
the Unabomber for hire. There's some letters there. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Did you guys ever see um, Full Metal Jacket? Oh, of course. Yeah. That Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, is he still alive? I really don't know. Yeah, I feel like he was old during Full Metal yeah, Jacket. Yeah, he, he looked like he was 60. But that's what we need is, and I think that's his real name, too. I don't think that was like his. No, he has a different name. No, I don't think so. But he was actually. Oh, Arlie. Yeah, you're right. Arlie Ermey. Yeah. Is he still around? Because that's what you need is someone just to get in the face of Rob Manfred. His name sounds like the way I talk when I'm hammered. Yeah. Are we Ermey to this? Or are we, on, <laughs> are we like Fred, listen, Arlie Ermey. Yes or no? <laughs> if there was someone that could just yell at Rob Manfred, like he's uh, a private there, pile. There is. Because there's people gathering outside of his house and gathering outside uh, MLB operations so and then just yelling out, Rob sucks over and over again. We hate you, Manfred. Also, big surprise, NBA players are in support of Major League Baseball players. Cool. Of course they are. We'll get back from the break. Today's I-9 Varsity. The I-9 Varsity of movie genres. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Thank you to Rob Portnoy for taking the time today, calling in. Wishing our boy, Mike Vitale, a happy 60th birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Thank you very much. That was very happy nice. Happy birthday, Mikey. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be celebrating. We need to, and we'll do this off the air, but we need to button down a time where we can celebrate with you. And I know it won't be tonight, but we need to identify that opportunity. We need to take advantage of it. Most likely on a weekend. Not, not for your boy. Nope. Nope. I am yeah, at someday. I'm right. at New Mexico Highlands University every weekend until May 13th. And you don't want to be seen in public doing the things that I do on weekends. <laughs> so a weeknight after the show is probably ideal. Monday. Oh, you got to run Lobos though. Yes. Tuesday. 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 Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Oh, with I the like boys. that. Can we do a Taco Tuesday, Michael, for at, your birthday? At Sister Bar or whatever. Or... Absolutely not there. Probably oh. not there because of reasons. But. Oh. But. <laughs> I heard they got good tacos. They, well, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> it's not a question. That's a true one. Yeah. But we will find a spot, and it's on two men on. Cool. And I'm talking, Michael, if you were to be like, left side of the menu, we'll say yes. Yeah. Like, there's no restrictions on this one. We got you. You need a take home? You want lunch for tomorrow? Sure. Deal. Thank you to caller Dan. Thank you to friend of the show, Howard. Dan's a friend of the show. I don't know why I didn't say it like that. Dan and Howard are both friends of the show. Sure. Cool. Always have been. Hopefully always will be. Well, what's your definition of always? As long as we're doing it. So I'm up on the air on that all the time. Sometimes I think when we're in good momentum, we're going to do this forever. And sometimes I'm like, well, that was our last show ever. (laughs) Everybody has their days. You ain't lying. Connect with I-9 Sports, League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com, 505-3-249-99. I-9 Sports, which, by the way, their spring sports are starting right now. Just talked to Jamie the other day, Jamie Lynn, who runs I-9 Sports. Mm-hmm. Arguably the nicest gal I've ever met in my whole life. She, it was, I was like, hey, you got any free time? Let's get lunch or dinner. And she's like, do I have free time? Springtime sports are starting. Of course I don't have free time. Get your kids signed up right now. 
No one works harder. No one does a better job. I9 Sports. Springtime. Everything is green time when lovers love. You like that one, Mikey? It's, I like that. It's got a little Sinatra background into it. It's uh, Willy Wonka, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Had a pr- production meeting today, a little inside baseball for the friends of the show. Had a production meeting today about doing something with the cluster here. Okay. How do you boys feel about this? I'm just going to put it out there. Lip sync battle? How do you guys feel about this? In. Oh, that's funny. Okay. In. Yeah. So we're going to do that for, well, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be for magic, so I'm just telling you the way it is. But yeah, we're, we're going to put together a little lip, lip sync battle deal, and I, um, I'm i going to need you to host it, I feel like. Forget it. We have Robert. We're going to need Robert to host it. But then I'm going to need. There you go. And you can't actually perform because you're. A cumulus or a relative of a cumulus employee. <laughs> you can be in attendance. Judge. Okay. So you're in as a judge. Why can't Why can't I do it? Uh, I don't know. I'm, we're going to go to Rebel. We're going to throw a lip sync battle. So okay. I'm in. I'm very excited about Sweet. it. Sweet. All right, boys. Genres and movies. This is today's I-9 Varsity. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Uh, go ahead, buddy. Satire. Called it. So satire movies to me are so funny. There's nothing funnier than me than satire movies. Love them to death, too much. I think there's only three important ones. Okay. So first on my I nine varsity of genres film, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with silent. Yeah. Okay. Silent films. I would say they're pretty important. They're very important. They're the first ones. I mean, yes, they are the first ones. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah I'm super into that. Okay. You got to give credit to the innovator. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know Ken Burns. I'm going to put documentaries on my list. Documentaries. Huge fan. You know Ken Burns has yeah. like a still picture, and then he pans a camera over it, and he puts music or like the sound of like wagon wheels turning or horses like cluck up, cluck up, cluck up. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, that's a really cool movie. And then my dad's like. That's just a still photo that he panned the camera over, <laughs> Manfred. That's a real. That's a real moment for my childhood. He's he, so good. He turned it into a movie. He knew it was going to be an uphill battle early for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't end up doing well. <laughs> uh, next on my list, I nine varsity mm-hmm. of film genres. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say moving. Moving films. Yeah. What is, what does that mean? That's right after silent films where it looked more like it does now, where instead of a series of images being shown one after the other, they kind of blended together. And then they were accompanied, usually, by live music. The moving pictures. I don't, I don't feel like that's the correct definition of what you're saying. I'm drawing from a historical perspective here. Did you say drawing because the next one you're going to do is animation? We're getting there. (laughs) There weren't enough enough hours in the program today. Next on my list is the motion picture. That's a modern one. You're not doing very good at the And then the last one will be a scored motion picture. Which is what we experience as movies today. Michael, he's going to say scripted movies. Like, I don't... No, I stopped there. (laughs) A scored motion picture is the, the modern movies we know of. Well, now you have it. I'm a big riff track guy, too. I don't know how that applies to this. That's pretty good. We got one after this. Happy birthday, Michael. Thank you very much. Any final words, man? 
Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, you make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. I will not see you tomorrow, Burke. We're at O'Neill's.